Nexamon. Easy on the wallet, but is it worth your time? We pretend we've never even played Pokemon in order to find out here on Broke and Gaming. Welcome, absolutely everyone, to Broke and Gaming. I'm the red string between your insane rantings, Shay. And I'm your other host, Dan. And hey, Shay, what have you been playing recently? Uh, recently, Dan, it's been Far Cry all the way down. You're um, still playing Far Cry, huh? Yeah, man, like... I don't know. That series has its hooks real deep in me. <laughs> so, like... Despite hating it, despite having all these complaints, despite <laughs> well, how easy you feel I don't it hate is. it. I don't hate it. It's just that it's like not a challenge that I can play it for like six hours without getting... I don't know. I don't know why I'm still playing it. I got the spirit leopard, so everything's okay now. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've also been playing a game called uh, Torchlight 3, which reminds me very heavily of skylanders uh, oh of all things yeah um it's like a like a terrible combination of skylanders and borderlands okay you, like pick your class and then go through an on rails level i don't know <laughs> i'm fucking thrown off this week dude i don't know what's happened to me <laughs> existentialism uh, uh yeah yeah what have you been playing dad oh boy i'm not pulling out of this tailspin yeah for the most part i've been playing like the actual game of life uh my partner kit and i moved in together uh a week and a half ago so yes other than that i have been playing a mobile game that i just started <laughs> sure called cards the universe and everything all right and it's like a weird card battle thing where the cards could be literally anything. Confucianism, a reef shark, other examples. <laughs> it's, I, but uh, like, I'm so, I'm so early into it that I don't really understand what it is. Uh, like you can play up to three cards at a time and you can make combos depending on the type of card that they are. History, uh, life on land, ocean animal, like it's. It's literally everything, and the way it's presented is almost like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Like, the way they explain things in the Hitchhiker's Guide. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Are you familiar? You haven't seen the movie or read the book? Okay. All the descriptions that are on the cards are like if you didn't know anything about it, or or you were trying to explain it to an alien race. It's... I, I don't... I like it, but I don't fucking understand it yet. I've won matches, but I don't totally understand how... I'm going to continue playing and I'll report back with, with more clarity in the next episode. The only other thing I've played, I did complete the game that I teased in the last episode, and now I definitely want to play it for the show. <laughs> okay. So in a future episode, I'm just going to drop what the the game is called. Um, it's called Moonlighter, and I really, really definitely recommend it. But we'll get down to the nitty gritty of why i recommend it when we eventually cover it so that's about it it's been a hell of a couple weeks i've been still doing six shows a week on top of moving and i am burnt the fuck out so this game that we cover for this episode was actually kind of a nice reprieve and i'm really really interested in this discussion because it's it's not something we've done before like a, an actual clone of a game so I want to see kind of where we land and how it stacks up to, I guess, the source material. But in order to do that, we're going to start, as we always start, with our short change history. Nexomon is a 2017 role-playing game developed and released by Nova Scotia, Canada-based Lime Turtle Incorporated. There's very little information regarding the studio itself, but in the press info page extension for a now inaccessible Nexomon <laughs> website... Uh, they state that the company was founded in 2014, and during the development of Nexomon, they partnered with the team responsible for Micromon, a similar and, at the time, very popular and successful Pokemon clone for iOS. A sequel, Nexomon Extinction, was released in 2020, 
and Nexomon, the original, is currently available for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and allegedly Stadia. <laughs> uh, now, when I say that that website was inaccessible, I'm not fucking kidding. If you just put in nexomon.com, it redirects you to the iOS page for the game. Oh, shit. But, like, nexomon.com backslash press gives you, like, a press packet. I don't, it's, I don't know. And I'm I'm using that term extremely loosely in this case. But, um, Shay, if you would be so kind, can you tell us a little bit about what Nexomon actually is? I would love to, Dan. Real quick before we do that, though. The Nexo, the original Nexomon app is ninety nine cents. The Nexomon yeah. Extinction app is completely free. Yeah, we're gonna get into that in a little bit as well. Cool. Because um, in my in my research is <laughs> is again a strong phrase for this because <laughs> there's so little information out there. I did find out a couple things. So, all right, cool. In Nexomon, you play as a young child who uh, comes downstairs one morning and gets bad vibes from a guy that your parents are doing business with and so sets out on a <laughs> massive quest to stop him from doing what, whatever evil plan he's, quote, obviously up to. Along the way, you collect a party of Nexamon, which are fighting animals, basically, and battle your way through the overseer's in your quest to overthrow the Nexo Lord, the guy that gave you bad vibes and started the game. So, yep, that's that's it. Most of that sounds like Pokemon. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. So the way I want to kick off this discussion and kind of how we said in the in the intro if you had never played Pokemon, if Pokemon didn't exist in, in the reality that we live in, uh-huh. is this an interesting game? Like, just the, the, the core concept of it. Fuck. I, see, I don't know. That's such a hard... Like, it's so hard to fucking divorce yourself from the 30 years of Pokemon games that have been out to, like, just pretend that those don't exist. And then... Yeah. Because I think, I think this game, obviously being a clone, leans very heavily on the fact that Pokemon does exist. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to really give it an evaluation on its own merits, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and and that's that's kind of what I was struggling with as well. Like, the core of what you do is, is almost identical to Pokemon. You go into a one-on-one battle with a different creature. Uh, you use your creatures to either knock them out for experience or weaken them enough to catch them with a nexo trap which is definitely not a pokeball certainly not it's square shaped it can't be a ball exactly and then you train them and evolve them to get stronger to well sorry you tame them (laughs) important (laughs) distinction you're not a nexomon trainer like you would be in Pokemon, you are a Nexomon tamer. <laughs> and then, yeah, you you travel around and you don't battle gym leaders, you battle overseers. Who definitely don't have a type specialty at all. No, no. Because uh, that would be too close to gym leaders. Yeah, I mean, I think this game is a lot of fun, and I think they did a lot of things right, and in some cases even better than in Pokemon. Like, some things that I wish they would adopt in, in Pokemon. Uh-huh. But I I think if if you rewound the clock and it was, you know, this came out before Pokemon did, like, this could be the multi-billion dollar franchise that Pokemon eventually became. Yeah. Because there have been other challengers to the throne of this. And in the mainstream, like, stuff like Digimon or, or arguably stuff like Yu-Gi-Oh! Or, or whatever that have a similar ish concept of of just a battle system and pokemon somehow or another came out on top this i think would fit in that same slot i mean the the character designs are all actually pretty good uh in terms of the the nexomon themselves and kind of better than some of the pokemon at least in the in the most recent generations like there are some dumb fucking pokemon they're scraping the bottom of the barrel 
Well, I mean, when you get to have like two two fucking thousand Pokemon, yeah, not all of them are going to be winners. Yeah, like a fucking ice cream cone. <laughs> like these because they're starting fresh. And and I did look ahead to some of the the Nexomon in the second generation, and they clearly had that sophomore struggle thing going on with some of their character designs. But like I I found a lot of these creatures like kind of interesting and well designed and it it did feel kind of like the first time i played pokemon red like oh yeah this this totally makes sense that it would be this type of thing that has this type of power that that totally works and i feel the same way about this so a couple of the, the big differences here not just in in changing names there are only seven nexomon types in the first generation game they slimmed it down to Normal, which has no weaknesses or strengths against anything. Water, fire, mineral, wind, electric, and plant. You have six slots that you can fill with different Pokemon. Oh, oh man. Different Nexomon. (laughs) It was going to happen eventually. Uh, With different Nexomon. So you have a better opportunity in this game to have a, a, a more concise group with strengths and weaknesses as opposed to Pokemon where I what was the first generation? It was like ten or twelve, something like no, that. No, 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 no. It wasn't it was uh Well it's those plus Ghost. No, Ghost wasn't in the first generation. Oh, Ghastly It was yeah. not it wasn't a ghost type when it came out though. Was it just psychic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually think it's just those seven and psychic. Uh I'm gonna look it up because I think poison was one in the first one too. Uh, fifteen. Well, now, yeah, now there's fifteen. No, 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 no. Like, cause that's not including fairy. Hold on a sec. I'm looking at. Holy shit! Oh, that's not. No, that's just elemental types. Like, there were only. Like ground. Ground and rock were the same type, like in the game. You know what I uh, mean? Kind of. Like... Oh no no no! You don't. Nope nope. You're right. I was. Th- I'm thinking of um, the card game. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Nope. Uh, you're right. I'm thinking of the card. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So bug, dragon, electric, fighting, fire, flying, ghost, grass, ground, ice, normal, poison, psychic, rock, and water. Fifteen yeah. types for the original. Gen 1 Pokemon game. So slimming it down to this this 7 works really well, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if you didn't want to do normal, which normal has its advantages because it yes. can learn other types of like elemental attacks, you could just do those six core elements, kind of giving you a, a really good advantage. What other things in this do you think work better than Pokemon? I guess the kind of railsy, like navigation, works, where like you don't have to keep going back and forth between yeah. Route One and Route Sixteen. Yeah, because you don't have surf or cut or whatever. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I do like that. Like their story beats kind of happen in one area, and then you're like done. Yeah. You you basically know. Okay, it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, and they and, do... and in fact, they won't let you leave an area sometimes without doing a part of the story. Yeah, which is really kind of nice. It is. It is nice because if you accident, like if, for example, right now I'm in the middle of like a kind of a back and forth bit in an area, and if you forget what you're doing, it won't let you try. To, it won't let you wander for hours. Yes. Uh, without doing the right thing. So is that the the fire town? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yes, I think that's a big advantage. They're also, uh, they have a fast travel system that's introduced later in the game. Oh, I was going to say, they've had a fucking fast travel system this whole time, but no. It's about at the halfway point. So they're like totems that you transport between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, pass one of them and they're like, nobody knows how to power them. Yep, found the dude that knows how to power them. Um, <laughs> so they were lying. Somebody knows how to power them. Well, he's hidden in the jungle. So uh, that's actually the <laughs> next section after the, the fire section that you're in currently. Um, oh, dope. 
Can I tell you, I'm really struggling with the fire section because I chose the plant starter. Um, oh. So I like the plant starter is the only one who's like viable in combat right now. Um, so I streamed this game on a couple days ago and I ended up spending the whole time grinding because I realized that the rest of my party was 15 levels below my starter. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, I, which I will circle back around to, uh, during pros and cons. Yes. Uh, I yeah. think we actually might disagree on that. The other thing that I think they do really, really well is in Pokemon, you have four move slots and as you level up, you learn more moves, but then you have to delete moves from your Pokemon's from, brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You brainwash them so that they can use rock smash or some shit. This one allows you to access all of the moves that you've learned. It's still only the four slots, but you can customize to your play style. Like, you can do status effect things. You can do, like, basic attacks where it doesn't matter what the the elemental breakdown is between uh, the Nexomon. I really fucking like that. Like, if I'm in an area where I'm grinding or trying to catch more Nexomon or whatever, like, I can swap out for, you know sleep or something like that or something that will bind them or freeze them uh to make them easier to catch i really really enjoy that and then when i'm going into a tamer battle i can go (laughs) real hard with with the big damage things like that's such a cool system yeah the other thing and i pointed this out to you in text is leveling and and evolutions are based on rarity so you know as you're as you're catching things all right, this doesn't evolve past this point. Like if I'm if I'm just collecting Nexomon, I can just put it in storage and never fucking worry about it ever again. Like yeah. I'm just filling out the Nexo deck or whatever. I don't know if it's a Nexo. I think it's just called it's the just database. A database, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that's kind of a cool system too, and you know kind of how strong they are potentially based on this rarity. Like yeah. I've got this plant lizard thing that looks like a, a skink skinks whatever it is that that type of lizard who's uh-huh. crazy powerful and it is an ultra rare or mega rare or whatever so i knew immediately like okay this is what i want to keep in my party this is what i want to build up so i i think that's really interesting as well the random occurrence for legendaries is very odd to me uh-huh there are legendaries for each elemental type and you can just come across them basically fucking anywhere that's fun i haven't i caught the legendary wind one in like the second or third area of the game sure it was only level 12 but like i have it (laughs) right right as as legendary (laughs) nexomon are prone to be yeah super weak and (laughs) shitty there there are probably a couple more things that i think it does better than pokemon but what do you think pokemon does better than nexomon the team share experience is way better in Pokemon, I think. I just assumed that everybody was getting, you know, obviously not as much as the plant starter that I had um, fighting everything for me. But, like, I just assumed that everybody was getting, like, a little chunk of XP every time that we had a battle. Nope, it's two XP for anybody that doesn't make it into the fight, which is, I don't know, nothing. Not percent, just, like, literally two no, two, two points. points. Okay. Two points. Okay. I was having a hard time trying to figure out how that broke down because every so often two of my Nexomon would level up at the same time and I didn't really understand how, <laughs> but there is an item. Maybe oh, like, the, the XP share. Yeah. it's it's That's it definitely is a, not lifted directly from Pokemon. Yeah. But I think this is actually something that's done a little bit better than Pokemon as well. It doesn't matter who completes the battle uh-huh. it's completely evenly divided between all of your nexomon in your party okay i think the way xp share worked in pokemon is whoever had it equipped would get a cut of whoever's thing so it wouldn't be across everybody you right just focus it on one right character. whoever was holding it would also get xp yeah this is completely evenly divided six ways all right and i kind of like that yeah yeah it seems like I'm a lot closer to the beginning than I thought I was. No, you're you're a little over a third, I think. Okay. Because it's not a huge game, although 
there's like 300 some on Nexomon. Yeah. Uh, in this first one, like more than double what Pokemon had for the the first outing. Yeah. So, fuck you, Mewtwo. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that is right. The other thing is, I I think there are some Nexomon that are actually not catchable, but they still go into the database. Because, and this is a bit of a spoiler, uh, you can skip ahead 30 seconds if you want, listener. Those champions that you come across uh-huh. are actually Nexomon. Like, they can transform into these crazy powerful Nexomon that can't be caught. Oh, yeah. But have, like, 999 fucking oh, hit points. fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I took it down with one, one of my own. Like, it just, elementally, it worked out. Gotcha. And my Bova Q, uh, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking wrecked it. Yeah, that's a uh, a fire cow. Yep. Well, bull. But yes. <laughs> also, it happens to be one of my favorite Nexomon so far. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's like a weird twist that Pokemon did not do. Sure. And I guess they're subbed out for the the Elite Four concept. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's an interesting twist. One thing I think Pokemon definitely does better is the stamina system. I do not care for that in this game, especially when using the XP share. So when using an attack in battle, it takes a certain amount of stamina for each. And your overall stamina is split between all of these moves. So until you level up or you use uh, like an ether type of thing, you can just run out of using all attacks. Where in Pokemon, you have like 20 attacks with this specific thing five attacks with this specific thing so even if you run out of one you still have three other types of attacks that you can utilize yeah i think that's a slightly better system yeah than than used here i um i will say that i haven't ever run out of stamina in a fight but i would imagine that that coming up on that is uh frustrating so i i yeah because it it makes you want to keep like the low level stuff like bite yeah in there where it's only like six stamina versus you know, I have a like an energy blast thing that takes fifteen stamina, Oof. and it one hits a lot of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. when you're getting into the, into the later stuff, and especially when you're doing the XP share, yeah, that shit runs out fast. Yeah, like you're you're only good for about eight or nine battles, and it also seems like that stamina only moves up when you evolve them. Oh really? Like I think it goes oh, from yeah, hundred to right. one hundred and fifteen to one hundred and thirty. So even less of a reason to to fuck around with the commons where they don't evolve at all. Or the uncommons where it only evolves once. Yeah. I think the legendaries have a higher stamina, but I'm not totally positive. I didn't really use them at all, so. <laughs> Fair enough. You know. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Or should we get into pros and cons? I feel like we kind of... I We've mean, covered a lot of it. Yeah. But... Yeah. I, let's... Let, fuck it. Let's, let's walk into pros and cons then. Okay. Do you want to say that the fucking walking around music for the mineral town mineral town the music for that town fucking slaps i I love that track (laughs) i'm i'm not disappointed with the music in this as a whole yeah it's it's pretty strong for an indie game yeah of this caliber of this cheapness i have no complaints there whatsoever i think they they did that pretty confidently it's been a couple episodes since i've brought this up i don't think the art style is bad necessarily uh-huh. but it is glaringly rough when you do the tamer battles and they do like the blown up version of yep what they look like it's super grainy yep and <laughs> otherwise i mean like everything else is designed pretty well i i really do like a lot of the the nexomon designs themselves the the characters like the humanoid characters are just a little iffy yeah I am glad that you brought up cheapness, though, Dan, because like this, I mean, you know, there are a couple spots where you can tell that they're like, uh, they maybe like cut a corner or something or ran out of money or time or something like that. But like overall, this doesn't look like a cheap knockoff. You know what I mean? No, no, it's pretty well polished. Right. Yeah, it's a very polished game. My expectations for it were certainly not that high. It really fucking shouldn't be. And like we've covered shovelware type games here before and if you compare this to say like as divine hearts uh, (laughs) as an example like this is so much more well done than that is yeah 
everything from the environments to the character design to the monster design, like everything about this shines way more than that does. Yeah. And I'll I'll also say no cat buttholes in Nexomon. No cat buttholes in Nexomon. Nope. Uh not a one. And there are several <laughs> cat type characters. Exactly. They had the chance and they were like, you know what? Let's not do this disgusting thing. Yep. I we think s- the freedom we spend a gross <laughs> amount of time talking about cat buttholes on the show. More than most podcasts, I would assume. <laughs> uh I haven't gone searching, but uh, I think a big pro is the freedom of choice that this game allows you to have compared to other games of its ilk. Like, getting to choose from seven starters as opposed to the standard three for Pokemon, just as an example, right? I think is really nice. Plus, you can catch whatever you didn't choose later on in the game. Like, it's not like if you choose Bulbasaur, you're fucked for Charmander unless you trade. Yeah. No, you can just find those other Pokemon in the wild. Or, fuck! Second time. All right. Killing it. <laughs> you can find those Nexamon later on in the game. I really like that. I think that's that's a great idea. And I understand that, like, Pokemon did that to encourage trading. This was something they built into the system. And if you don't have friends, you're just fucked. You're never filling out that Pokedex. <laughs> That's like, a, that sucks. That's a dark way to put it. <laughs> well, I'm speaking from, you know, my own personal experience with us. Because when I played Red, nobody gave a shit about Pokemon. So that yeah. will forever be an uncompleted Pokedex. I don't know. I just, I, I think this is a better way to do it overall. And I yeah, know we're past that point, but. You fucking, you made the assets. Might as well let us enjoy them, you know? Right. Uh, do you have any cons for the game, Dan? Um, any that we haven't touched on? I mean, not really, right? Kind of not. Like, yeah, I, I enjoyed this so much more than I expected to. When we when we sat down uh, a couple weeks ago and went over like different stuff that was on sale at the time to cover for the show, like I thought this was going to be an a my, easy... a my name is Mayo episode. <laughs> kinda yeah because there are so many of these type of games right I had mentioned Micromon as being pretty successful at one point it was the number one game in the iOS app store like that's that's a real thing because at that point there was nothing mobily for Pokemon so it was filling a gap in the market and yeah I think because they teamed with that team in order to put this out they kind of learned from their mistakes, polished it a little bit more, and made a competent game despite every other thing I've read and every kind of research I've looked at being completely to the contrary. Like, I don't understand why this game is so good. Did this game get hate? I don't think so. Like, there well, are, would, there are fan pages know? for it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too. But there are fan pages. Like, I found YouTube video tutorials on this and strategy stuff. Like... It doesn't, it's got a small but strong community behind it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's, let's do this scientifically. Um, what do you say we get into our rating system and go from there? Uh, I was going to do a joke about Nexo traps, but we've, that ship has sailed. Oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) Late in the game pro then. (laughs) Okay. Dope. I like the golden Nexo trap system oh, too. Oh fuck yes, right? It's like a master ball, but there's not only one of them. Correct. You <laughs> just find them lying around and shit. Yeah, they're like, I mean they're, they're not you like you can't buy them, but it's you have a standard Nexo trap and you have a golden Nexo trap that doesn't fail. And yeah. the fact that you can use that multiple times over throughout the game and not just the single master ball is awesome. I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah. I will say that I mean, like, the, I think the reason that Pokemon only had, like, the one Master Ball was because, like, this is a freebie and everything else is, like, sup- it makes it feel more like you're becoming the greatest tra- trainer that ever was. Sure. Where where Nexamon's like, hey, just have some fucking fun, dude. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest difference. Because initially, I would argue that Pokemon was geared toward kids, like, solidly when the first generation came out. Like, strategically, as a child, you're not thinking that far ahead. Like, oh, I'm going to fucking save this. 
like you're gonna waste that master ball on <laughs> right on the first one that looks cool yeah yeah whereas you know for us now it's like all right this one's a, a bit of an asshole to try to catch i'm gonna i'll i'll spend one of my five or six golden nexo traps on this guy yeah and i just ah man oh fuck i really like this all right uh <laughs> right <laughs> all right let's 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 do this let's rate this baby all right does it work yeah i have no complaints control wise i think everything uh is programmed well i had no crashing issues i had no um stuck in a corner issues this works great full point yeah um i'm also going to give it a full point i would like to to say though i think that the ground can get a little bit littered if you're trying to like avoid fighting a wild nexamon or something yeah there's not a whole lot of walking room is i guess what i'm saying but that's nothing wrong with with doesn't make it not work or anything so yeah i do like that they took the randomness out of it like when you're in the field like you see the grass move you know that that's where oh yeah i fucking yeah actually that's a huge pro for me i love that like that's something i think that they did way better than pokemon it's like yeah it's if you would like to not fight far-fetched 87 times you don't have to right doesn't apply to the caves like that is still random occurrence but that's there's only two sequences so far in the game that i've i've had to deal with that so the fact that for the most part it's all right just avoid that spot right now if i gotta get to the nexomon healing center or whatever yeah. they call it in this one yeah yeah all right so yeah full point for both yeah is it engaging yes i think just because it it does feel fresh even though it's it's something that has been done getting a whole new swath of creatures to look at and learn i think has been really engaging Mm -hmm. as much as picking up pokemon for the first time would be for me yeah so yeah i think yeah no i i agree with you i i also think it's a full point i think that there's just enough things that are different from pokemon to be like oh this is a pokemon clone but it's also its own game you know and that's i think that uh props props it up Props it up isn't the right phrase there, but you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, does it look good? Um, We covered this a little bit, and I think it's a little bit better than a half point. Because my only real complaint is just those drawings of the characters when you go into a, a battle. Yeah. When they have dialogue, they will have sometimes drawings of two characters talking to each other. And those uh-huh. look fine. Uh, yeah. It's, it's presented in just like single panel anime style, but it doesn't look bad it's just that one specific thing so that's not enough for me to deduct anything from it so that's the full point i'll round down then i'll give it the half here that's fair yeah (laughs) between the two of us it has the right score but yeah um okay is there replayability i don't think so since and and i guess this kind of is the only thing that detracts from what i was saying before because you have this freedom of choice, because you can catch everything in one playthrough, as far as I can tell, yeah. Uh, especially with this fast travel system, you can go back and, and do that. I don't really see a need to play this again. Uh-huh. It does make me more interested in playing the sequel, but as far as this one specifically, I think it, this is a once and done. So no, that's that's not going to be a point. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's very Railsy. I mean, we talked about that when we were comparing it to Pokemon. Like, this, this is very on Rails. It's It's more much more linear and like as long as you've got nexa traps with you like you're pretty set on getting through and finishing your database so i agree with you i don't think uh i don't think it gets a point there but you're right it does i do absolutely want to check out the sequel is there a story yeah and kind of surprisingly coherent well i mean aside from the fact that it started by you getting bad vibes from a dude yes (laughs) not the best starting point but kind of just almost parodying what happens in the beginning of a Pokemon game. Yeah. Like, you you sort of always get woken up, you look at whatever console Nintendo has out at the time <laughs> in your bedroom, <laughs> And then you go and talk to a professor and choose a Pokemon. Like, that's, that's the start of basically every Pokemon game. Right. This being immediate conflict at least is something a little bit fresh. Uh-huh. Like... You walk outside, your friend's getting bullied by 
a minion. And she's like, here, quick, choose one. And then you're off to the races. Outside of that, like, they built in a pretty decent amount of lore for this. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a champion that defeated these legendary Nexomon before you were born. That's what I was talking about before. So I I like it. I, I think... It all works. The writing is actually pretty good. The only complaint I really have with the writing is that it's too self-referential. Yeah. Multiple times over, they pulled that fourth wall kind of thing of like... That would be a terrible video game. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Which I... Deadpool ruined so much of pop culture. <laughs> it's not even funny. Right. Uh, I think it's a full point. I, I have no other complaints other than that one specific type of instance. Yeah. No, I mean, they... Okay, can I just... I want to talk about this real, real quick. Sure. So, like, the premise of Nexomon being on Earth is that, like, humans and Nexomon got into, like, this giant fucking war. Like, Nexomon came from space or something like that. And, like, they got into a war. And then, like, all of a sudden... I forget exactly what... I think that champion thing happened. And then all of a sudden, Nexomon were like, all right, well, I guess we'll fight for you now. Which is weird to me. I don't, I don't quite know yeah. how those two things connect to each other uh, or lead to each other, I should say. But um, otherwise, otherwise, I think it was it's it's nice that they like took the time to have a backstory for for all the yeah. the next upon being there. It's not the sturdiest of backstories, no. but um, but yeah. Sorry to circle back to the like the story of the game. It's uh, it's it's fine. You know what I mean. It's it's as good as any Pokemon game, and is like like you said, the writing is. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm talking myself into a half point here. That's fine. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, actually, yeah. I don't know. I hate things that are like, oh, we're in a video game. Wink. Yeah, like I hate that. It happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, uh, more than more than it should, and like. Those are all optional dialogue for the most part, but I'm preconditioned to talk, talk to everybody, to everybody yep. in, in a role-playing game. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Yep. Even if I don't really, really pay attention, I'm still going to make sure they're not going to give me an item or something. Yeah. I have to do it. Got to clear that, that uh, icon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very OCD about yep. it when it comes to, to RPGs. Yep. So yep. I also don't, and this isn't necessarily story, I don't love... When the the emoticon thing pops up over your character's head, yeah, like the shock or smile, because it's it like takes two seconds too long to clear, yep, and you're just kind of in a holding pattern, yeah. I don't love that, yeah. But say lovey, um, all right, is it worth the cost, Dan? So this retails at most at ten dollars. Now this this does kind of vary by console. For the mobile ones, there are some micro purchase type things which is concerning because i feel like that's probably golden trap type things uh-huh which is also why the newest one is free gotcha so not a huge fan of that but since i played this for console you played this for console at ten dollars i think i'm sitting around a four i've gotten way more enjoyment out of this than i thought i would i put way more time into this than i thought i would and like grinding bulks out the playtime for sure but i didn't find it unenjoyable to grind yeah you know especially once i got xp share and i could kind of like play around with my team figure out who i wanted to evolve up it is fun when you catch something that's like at the first evolutionary stage but's past the level of its <laughs> final evolutionary stage <laughs> so like the the two times it levels up it immediately evolves in those two <laughs> things like i got this alpaca looking fucking thing oh yeah sure yeah that yeah with a bow tie for no reason <laughs> well you know yeah character design <laughs> and that thing i had evolved in five battles or something like that yeah and then i could put it back in storage and switch it out for something else and i this overall has just been a delight like an unexpected delight i'm yeah i'm gonna say four four full points what about you? Where are you sitting? I'm I'm having a a tough time on this. Not I guess not really a tough time, but like I I find myself a lot when I think about like the merits of this game comparing it directly to Pokemon, which like it's you a clone. You have to. Yeah. Right. But so then for it to be $10 and essentially be Pokemon, like 
that's great. It's, it's teetering it... on a five for me, and I'll I'll give you the reason why it's not a five. Okay. It's strictly the replayability aspect. Sure. Okay. This would be a perfect five for worth the cost if I felt that I was going to revisit it. But because yeah. this is a once and done, that's why I'm sitting at a four. Right. I think I think I'm gonna hmm, I'm gonna give it a five. I think this is wow. I think this is a fantastic alternative to Pokemon for seventeen point. Six, seven, or whatever the fuck percent of the cost. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's great. You know, you can play this, or you can buy Shining Diamond forty times in a row. Right. So, I it's a five for me. I love it. No, that's great. Yeah. Because that puts both of our scores, uh, despite some differences in that first five point section, we're both giving it an eight. This is recommended by both of us. That game slaps ass. It's so good. Uh, if you're a fan of Pokemon, give it a shot. Uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's it's a competent clone. Like I said, I, I can't believe how much I enjoyed this. Because I fell out of love with Pokemon a while ago. Because a $60 price tag for essentially the same game over and over. Right. To your point, like I'd much rather do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what other types of clones are out there. Friend of the show... Ferk03 on Twitch recommended an MMO Pokemon clone to us called Temtem. And now I'm I'm actually way more interested in, <laughs> in looking at what that is, like based on this game. I think that this hits like a really sweet spot right now because I think, and you had mentioned it earlier with the fucking ice cream cone Pokemon. Like, I think Pokemon has kind of peaked on their monster designs. And that's like why you would get a new Pokemon game is to see the new the new Pokemon. And they're kind of like not good anymore. Yeah. So like finding a like a clone like this for 10 bucks means that you don't have to buy Rocket Shield or whatever the fuck that they call them. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh well, it's 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 interesting that you bring up that specific point because um hey Shay Want to play a game? Dan, did you kill Mr. Black? Join me and five friends to find out if I did. <laughs> I would love to play a game. I thought it was Mr. Body. Oh, Isn't no, his Mr. body is so his, <laughs> he's called Mr. Body. Parker Brothers did like a re-release of it maybe 15 years ago. And they had like a little like story info behind it. Turns out uh, Mr. Body is his fucking nickname. <laughs> Because no, he's the dead no. body. His real name is Mr. Black. <laughs> uh, the Clue movie would argue against that. And I love the Clue movie. Um, but that's fine. Uh, well, whatever. So today, we're playing a game called Who's That Pocket Monster? So, sure, Nexomon is a clone. But how convincing of a clone is it? What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the names and descriptions of some of the catchable or collectible creatures, and your job is going to be to guess whether oh, no. or not it's a Pokemon, <laughs> a Nexomon, or, just to keep things interesting, a creature from an entirely different franchise. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> and I went ahead and made sure to pick some of the dumbest looking characters. Okay. So just poorly designed in my opinion, but we'll we'll see. So there's going to be 10 of them in total. All right. Uh, the three red herrings, I'll give you an extra point if you can tell me what franchise they're from. Gotcha. All right. So number one. Well, real quick, will I have a chance to guess the franchise even if I get the red herrings wrong? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If, I'll tell you that it's a red herring and you can tell me what you think it's from. Okay. So it'll be 13 points in total up for grabs. Dope. All right, so starting off with the first one, Spoink, a gray oh, a pig. I know that one. With, with one big spring where legs should be. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fucking stupid, but, but I do know that bad. one. <laughs> that's like third gen too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, I, think it, might be not I good. think it might be further along than third gen. <laughs> Either way, that that's already showing signs of slowing down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's a Pokemon. And a terrible looking one at that. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't All mean right. to cut you off there. <laughs> no, no, you're good. All right. Second. Probopass. 
an Easter Island head with a mustache. That is also a Pokemon. That is also a Pokemon. Yeah. It also, uh, if it has the mustache, its uh, de-evolution is called uh, just Nose Pass, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Because it's proboscis. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Real bad. Real, real bad. <laughs> Another fucking stupid one. <laughs> it's so bad. So you understand why I chose this game. All right. All right. Number three. Myaska. An insect hidden behind a tribal war mask. That's a Nexamon. It is not. Oh, okay. That is one of our red herrings. Do you want to take a guess okay. at what franchise that's from? This is another... I, I, I'll i give you a hint, though. It is specifically a, a Pokemon clone. Okay. I don't know that I know any other Pokemon clone games, actually, to be honest with you. I may have mentioned it during this episode. Oh, fuck. What's it called? Micro... Micromon? Yeah, it's yeah. from Micromon. Dope. Um, so looking at the the dex type thing for Micromon, a lot of the character designs for Nexomon were lifted. Like that <laughs> oh. gem slug thing sure. is almost a carbon copy of something that was in Micromon. But cool. that's fine. Either way, it's, it's yeah. you know, still not great. Yeah. All right. So you, you get a point for Micromon. So you have three points in total so far. You're doing great. Next, it's Lycopane, a really, really pissed off tomato plant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that brought me some joy. Uh, I'm going to say Nexomon. It is Nexomon, yeah. Actually from Nexomon Extinction, the second one. I looked through the whole fucking database for that game. I don't remember. Oh, no. It's off tomato plant. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll send it to you after we're done recording. It looks fucking dope. Yeah. All right. Next up, Malfunctor, a beat up looking monkey robot. Uh, shit. I think this is a red herring because I know that Nexomon has a beat up monkey robot, but I can't. I've seen two of them and neither of them were called. What is Malfunctor. You... Malfunctor. Yeah, neither of them were called Malfunctor, and I don't think there's a third evolution for it. All right, so this is a red herring? I Yes. Nope, that's the third <laughs> evolution of that Nexomon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck me. Yep, sorry, <laughs> sorry. All right. All right. Up next, it's Clefki, a literal bunch of keys on a key ring. Oh, that's a Pokemon. Yeah, it is. Holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> that looks so awful. Like, it's not like one of the keys has a face on it, and yeah. the rest are just keys. keys. It's yep. fucking dumb. Next, Skulltula, an armored skull with spider legs. Uh, I mean, that sounds more like something from Diablo. That's fair. <laughs> I guess I'll go with Nexomon. That is a red herring. So that. <laughs> It's from Zelda. You didn't oh, I did guess. say I was gonna. Yeah, that's my fault. Fuck it. You that's alright. I wasn't gonna get uh, it. I wasn't gonna get it anyway. It's all good. So uh, that's a reoccurring character in the Zelda series, and the reason I included this is because you have to find the golden Skulltillas in order to get a bigger wallet in Ocarina of Time. So it is <laughs> technically collectible. Great. Uh, so I figured to count him. Up next, Scorpino. As the name would suggest, it's a scorpion with a pepper for a body. It's, I think I remember seeing that in the Nexamon database. <laughs> I'm going to go ne- Nexamon. That is another red herring. You asshole. <laughs> yep. All right. This time I'll, I'll let you do it as the rules that we decided on right before this. What franchise is that from? Can I, uh, can I buy a hint for that? Uh, we have talked about this game on the podcast that doesn't help i know we're 29 (laughs) episodes deep right i don't know that shay is one of the bug snacks oh okay (laughs) yeah because it was so similar to like a pain technically where it was just like a food-based creature yeah i'm like i'll throw that in yeah Uh, and also it it honestly looks like it could be a fire type 
in either one of these games. Well, that's what I'm saying. Games. I'm pretty sure that there is a scorpion with a pepper for a body in the Nexomon Extinctions database. So. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. If that's true, I will recti- <laughs> retroactively give you a point. Yeah, I, I actually, I don't think it has a pepper for a body, but... It's just a fire... It's, it's just, just a, a fire a flaming, scorpion. Just a flaming scorpion? Okay, fair enough. All right, up next, number nine, lovey-dovey. That's spelled L-O-V-I-D-O-V-I. And for the description I have written down, you know in those old comedy bits where someone would do that thing where they look male presenting when they're facing left and female presenting while facing right? Basically that, clothing and all. It's a Pokemon. It is a Nexomon. No, it's not. There is a Pokemon called Lovey Dovey. I'm fucking looking it up right now. All right, I was wrong. There's not. Okay. (laughs) All right. You made me panic so hard for a second there. And our final creature for today, because I this is one that I could see doing again. I could totally do this again. Sure. Hone Edge. It's just a fucking sword. That's all. It's a sword. What does it look like when it evolves? Two fucking swords. It's a, did you say Hone Edge? Yep. I think that's a Pokemon. There's definitely a sword Pokemon. Yep, I it's a Pokemon. Okay, cool. <laughs> It's like, I don't it's know just what its ag- name is, so you might be fucking with me here. but Just an egregiously designed Pokemon. I <laughs> yeah. hate it so much. So, Shay, with my fuck up for Zelda, that's going to give you seven points for today. Oh, fucking dope. Very, very well done. I mean, there are so many Pokemon I could have included. I, I mentioned the fucking terrible ice cream cone earlier. Yeah. And I'm sure that this next game is going to have some real, real fucking bad ones too. Yeah. So... This is definitely something I could see us playing again, but for today, seven points. Did you did you find any uh, reports on Nexomon three? Not yet, uh, but again, this I whole guess it did fucking just company come out two years ago. So, but this company also doesn't have a website of its own, so <laughs> I don't know how I would find that information. I don't mm-hmm. know what their social media looks like. Yeah, but it isn't good. But speaking <laughs> of social media, if you want to follow our show. You can do so at BNG Pod on both Twitter and Instagram, where we post different sales going on that we call cheap codes and also custom art for each episode. Uh, if you'd like to share the show, you can do so with our hosting site, which is anchor.fm slash BNG Pod. And of course, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at brokeengamingpod at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys, whether it be for game suggestions or just comments on the show. If there's anything you want to send us, please do. So next episode, Shay, we have a couple big announcements to drop. Yes. We're going to be changing the format of the show a little bit, but we'll, we'll tell you all about that in the next episode. But what are we playing for that episode, Shay? Well, next time, Dan, it's a throwback episode, taking you all the way back to, I want to say 2019. We'll be playing Shadow of the Colossus. So make sure. Yeah. Wasn't that? Two years ago? That's three years ago now, Dan. Three years ago. God damn it. You're right. Yeah, the remastered edition was probably three years ago. Really? Is it that old? Uh, you oh know what? God, yeah. I always mix up that game with The Last Guardian that was in uh, development hell for like 700 years. Yeah. So anyway, we're playing <laughs> We're playing Shadow of the Colossus next time. <laughs> Make sure you tune in for that. <laughs> it is indeed a throwback episode. Uh, I promise. So yeah, between that and the news, definitely an episode to listen to. But until then... Goodbye, absolutely everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>